Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Here we go with a very good friend of mine, born in El Paso, Texas. She was raised in a Catholic household with her mom and her younger siblings. She received a bachelor's degree in biology from University of North Texas and now works as a microbiology lab assistant. Her next career achievement is becoming a sonographer. When she's not using her scientific brain, she's expressing her crafty side through drawings, making beautiful gift baskets, and planning social events amongst her many friends. Hi, Liliana. Hi. <laughs> I love that introduction. <laughs> you're welcome. You're very welcome. accurate. Very accurate. Yeah, yeah. I try to be as accurate with my <laughs> intros as much as I can, or I try to Thank like you. do some research. But it was very hard, honestly, <laughs> considering you don't have a very good social media presence I but i guess <laughs> but then i guess that works out which helps you like be like more the present. social yeah more like present in like your personal life and whatever you do yeah so that's I, true that's cool <laughs> i like to celebrate people <laughs> <laughs> that's cool how are you good it's a nice saturday morning I slept yeah in. it's good <laughs> yeah you the were weather's early. better than last night <laughs> oh yeah it's way better it's warmer it was Probably. so cold last night like what 40 yeah 40 like 30 degrees yeah the end i think like the low was like 30 degrees oh, yeah that's crazy um but yeah it, it's so good like my grandmother she actually called me she was like yeah i'm just sitting in the car right now like because i'm just looking at the weather <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's so nice yeah <laughs> just hoping it doesn't change right yeah but it's so nice no clouds in the sky and everything no so um, what we usually start off with, with my guests, is like an icebreaker. Okay. Help us like loosen up a, a little deal. bit, like <laughs> get ready for like, you know, talk and move our body a little bit. So um, one of the first icebreakers that I have is, what's your favorite song at the moment? And like, you can sing it, you can hum it, you can whistle it, you can make the beat of it. Just okay. out, You have to sing a song though. <clears throat> Let me warm up. <laughs> me. <laughs> Okay, only because I listened to it on the way here and I realized, man, I've been this song has been on re replay recently, at least this week. Um, the song Walking in the Sun by Smash Mouth. Oh, how does it go? So don't delay, act now. Do, 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 do. I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't give it justice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever. I only know like one song by Smash Mouth by that, and that's the somebody. Oh yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> no, this one's called "Walking in the Sun." Okay, the lyrics that stand out to me the most is like, "So don't delay, act now." <laughs> it's like, okay, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, do what you gotta do before you can't do it. <laughs> so that's been the song on, on replay recently. Nice, that's cool. So I had to look that one up. I'm not familiar that's with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song that I've been having on replay. Um, that because I haven't I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately and music right now for me is not like nothing has stand out I'm like whoa this is different than what's out there right now but one song that stand out for sure is um Hours and Hours by Mooney Long it's like a R&B uh sound but um how does it go <laughs> <laughs> your turn to sing <laughs> put you on the spot <laughs> it's like yours mine's ours I can do this for hours, sit and talk to, to talk to you for hours. I want to give you your flowers. And then, and then like my favorite part is like, she gets, her voice get really, really, really deep. And she's like, you give me your superpower. 
Whoa. It gives really vocal deep. ranges. Yeah, okay. no, it, it ranges a lot. She has a really nice voice, hours, too. Hours, it's called? Yeah, hours and hours. But it's not spelled, like, it's missing the O-U in each part. So it's H-R-S and H-R-S. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to uh, look it up. Yeah. It's like a Valentine's theme song. Yeah, it is. I'll give you your flowers. Um, yeah, it's overall, like, in some intimacy, too. Um with that too but mm. it's a nice song okay. another um like icebreaker that we have is uh say like tell like your most memorable customer service story Ooh. where they're like you're the customer and someone is providing the customer service to you or vice versa you're the person providing the customer service to somebody else oh it could be either or yeah oh, either okay. or and it could be like it was a pleasant experience it was a weird encounter it was like it got very heated, whatever you can okay, remember. maybe because it happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> maybe most recent. It was a good positive experience, and I was, I guess, the customer in, that, in this scenario. Uh-huh. Um, we went out to an outdoor bar, <laughs> and there's this drunk guy who approached us. It was me at the time and three other ladies. And the guy approached us and sat next to the person across from me, mm-hmm. and she was... She was smart enough to stand up and, like, get the bouncer to come help us. <laughs> and, like, I just loved how attentive he was. He came around, like, like, with a, like under the um, reason of, like, picking up our drinks. He's like, oh, is everything okay, ladies? And then, but I like that. Like, he came. He, was, like, very quickly came. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's good, good service. Yes. <laughs> He's doing his bouncy, uh, what bouncy? His bouncer duties. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, yeah, paying attention to everybody to the surrounding. And like, yeah, like I felt safe. Very, I was like, okay. That's cool. That's <laughs> so that was good. a good experience as a customer yeah, in yeah, that yeah. moment. Yeah, as a customer. That's awesome. Um, I can't really, like, think of any for me. Like, I kind of blocked out all, like, <laughs> bad <laughs> all bad experiences or weird encounters and also like i kind of say like a lot of my stories already so i can't like really think of any that happened most recently but yeah it's i feel like everybody has some sort of like customer service story okay. um especially i think being like Americans, like we're used to being the consumers. Yes. Or I mean, perhaps me as well. I'm more hypersensitive to it because I've worked customer service jobs mm-hmm. all of my life, um, oh. <laughs> all of my jobs. So I notice that, like, I guess when I go to coffee shops, I'm like, mm-hmm. are they attentive to my needs? Like, okay, I'm eco-friendly, so like sometimes I dine in at a coffee shop to use to have them give me a mug. I don't want plastic. Uh. So then, like, I request it, and they're like, oh, yeah, of course. Only if you request it sometimes nowadays. You have to request it, and then they'll give you the mug. Okay. So, like, I like when they're attentive to that. They're like, oh, yes, of course, we'll give you a mug. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. I never thought about it. I just, like, I just take whatever that service gives me Mm -hmm. uh, or, like, that, like, building or that business gives gives Mm me um or like i know where to go where i'll get like the best Mm -hmm. like customer care that i would get i don't think about like demanding that yeah i really request yeah yeah yeah. that's cool so yeah let's go into your background like where you grew up at how i was growing up where you grew up how many are you like? Yeah, I mentioned like you have uh, other siblings. How many yes. siblings you have? And okay, okay. All that. In all that jazz. West Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. 
Uh, okay, yeah. So I was born in El Paso. I think we lived Which there. I didn't know. I didn't. I, I don't know why I thought you. you thought it was grew Corpus up Christi, in Corpus right? Christi. Yeah, maybe because it's a border. <laughs> I know uh, Texas border. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, how long did I live there? I think until first grade, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Pecos, which Where is like is three hours, three hours east of El Paso. Oh, okay. It's a small town, and they're known for um, uh, for the cr- their melon crops. Oh. So there's a lot of like um, like people who come there seasonally. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents moved there because they they started working there at the jail. So there's also a jail there. Oh wow. A prison. I don't know the difference. But <laughs> um, and then we moved away after third grade and moved back to El Paso for one year. I did fourth grade there. And then that's when we moved to Austin. I did fifth grade and then moved to Round Rock sixth grade onward. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, I think I went to like five elementary schools. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Dang. I have zero childhood friends, yes. but <laughs> no, I probably just talked to like two high school friends. Uh-huh. Um, but, oh. yeah, I did get more consistency where I lived after moving to Round Rock from sixth grade onward. Well, that's cool. But I still El call El Paso my home. Really? My dad still lives there. Nice. Um, the scenery is ugly because it, it is dry heat. It's not like humid heat like Austin is. I've been to the farthest west that I like stayed for a long period of time was Alpine and Marfa, like that whole area, and it's super dry. Like I felt like I had to apply lotion like every two hours. How dry the it heat was. is different. Like you get in your car and the buckle of your car is it's so hot. Yeah, like it's dry heat. Oh my god. Um. But I mean, I have good memories. I had a good childhood. My, I had uncles and my grandma who lived in Ciudad Juarez across the border. So we like wow. cross by car weekend, celebrate birthdays there, had piñatas in the backyard. Um, awesome. So yeah, I think I had a good exp- uh, childhood and also living like that Mexican American life and that dichotomy. You are to keep your culture yes. and your um, identity yeah. in a way. Yeah, I feel I feel lucky to have been raised in El Paso. Like maybe because I'm the oldest as well, but. Other friends who were raised, other Hispanic, Mexican-American friends who were raised more inland didn't grasp that Spanish as much as mm. I did perhaps because of living on, close to the border, mm. right? Like, I notice now as an adult going back, like, people at the store just automatically talk to you in Spanish. Really? Like, you come in like, hi, good, like, hola, buenos dias, like, oh, hi, hello, hola, bienvenido. Yeah. And I realized, like, they automatically assume that everyone walking through that door speaks Spanish. Spanish. So I found that interesting. Wow. Like, maybe that did affect me more than I realized. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned, like, going to five different elementary yeah. schools. <laughs> and then um, does in- that includes, like, middle school, too? No, because I started middle school in Round Rock, oh, so I did six, okay. seven, what eight. What middle school did you go to? Hopewell Middle School. Hopewell. Hopewell. It was named after Hopewell. the first African-American school in Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, H-O-P-E-W-E-L-L. Hopewell. Hopewell. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Did you like um, middle school? Did you enjoy middle school? I think so. I mean, <laughs> I consider myself a friendly person. And I'm grateful that I never had like huge self-esteem issues. Yeah, it's like, or I, or I was never bullied, perhaps. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I had good friends. I was involved in art, <laughs> which explains perhaps my craftiness yes. nowadays. Do you have um, um, some more your old like middle school art? Yeah, I do. I have this um, canvas. It's pretty large, like two feet by two feet. Oh wow. <laughs> um, we had it displayed in our living room for the longest time, but I just, we took it down because it, um, it's, it's, it's like a frog and we were working on pointillism. So it's like a painting all by little points. Oh, uh-huh. whoa. And it's, I'll send you a picture. Whoa. It's one of my favorites. How long did it take you? A long time. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm so proud of it. 
<laughs> That's why I was on a walk for so long. <laughs> I remember having to come after school to finish it, to finish mm-hmm. that thing project. <laughs> All of our classmates that we were in advanced art, I think, in eighth grade. I think I probably did it in eighth grade. Whoa. But that took forever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting rid of this. <laughs> no, not at all. That's awesome, though. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Were you artistic in high school, too? What high school did you go to? I went to Stony Point. Stony Point? Yes, go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of four schools, or now probably more. Five, five schools in Round Rock. Um, what did I do? Yeah, I continued art. I did. I think I, I dedicated myself more to academics. Mm. Um, in high school? Did I? I don't think I did art that much. In after, probably the first year, I do remember, mm-hmm. in the ninth grade center being in art. So our school had, like, when I started ninth grade, there was, like, the ninth grade center, and then you had to walk further to get to the main campus. Mm. And I would have to go to the main campus to go to my Spanish class. <laughs> uh, but then after I finished ninth grade, they closed the ninth grade center, and it, the main campus became all oh, four cool. grades. Okay. And then the ninth grade center went back to being a middle school. So it went back and forth to being middle school, ninth it's grade center, and middle school. Oh, wow. <laughs> so now it's, I think, Hernandez Middle School. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Where did you also like very good at dancing? You think too? so? I think so. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've always wanted to be you part of a dance rhythm group. And like a lot of the music, it has like a lot of like rhythmic. Like I can imagine like dancing to a lot of the music that you listen to. Do you consider Maybe. yourself like more of a dancer? I, l- I love party. I love dancing at parties. Like weddings, the, the reception dancing part is always my favorite <laughs> part. I'm like, you know, like you judge you judge things according to what you know. And I'm like, wow, they could have done better with the dancing or with the DJ or the selection, For sure. reading the crowd, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I do look forward to that as- side. Um, I guess in college, I really got into country dancing. Mm. So like I was part of freshman year, I was part of the swing dance. And so, like, you integrate a lot of the spins yeah, in swing dance and country dancing. Yeah. Like, the pretzel and the... The intricate, like... Uh, tricks, or I guess tricks, you can call yeah. um, So that's where, perhaps, I really started enjoying even more, like, couple dancing. Mm-hmm. So since then, like, that's one of my hobbies. If people were to ask me, what's your <laughs> hobby? It would be, like, go country dancing. Oh, like, I just nice. love that aspect of, like, working together to, to create something. Those. Yeah, achieve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> and did you have, you say you focused more on your academics in um, high school. Like what, I guess, like what topics were you interested in? Like what, what was your favorite like high school class? I guess biology. Because I, I had a good teacher, Miss K. <laughs> she explained things well. She was funny. She made songs, you know, like we yeah. talked about it. Like if you add songs to something, it helps you remember it better, right? Yeah, like for sure. The Magic School Bus did this Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed her class. And then senior year, we had a really small class because it was, like, more advanced. I think we had, like, six classmates. So I really enjoyed that one-on-one time teacher to student mm-hmm. we had. And perhaps that also influenced all of us. I think they're probably – that I know of, at least four of us continued with, like, science-based bachelors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's interesting how much a teacher can influence you yeah. positively or yeah. negatively, right? Yeah. No, like, um, I remember, like, I did so well with – most of my math and science classes because I had really good teachers yeah. that like, like you said, the like passionate. created, yeah, passionate about what they were teaching and also like gave us like a lot of really good tips on how to remember all these very complex uh, mm. things or very complex concepts and formulas to understand the information that we've been given. Like uh, Dr. Desai and um, Dr. Lau. Oh, yeah, you remember? <laughs> really good. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember. They were the, doctored? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they were really good with their... Um, it's a gift, right, to be able to 
teach well. Yes. Yeah. It is. It really is. Um, shout out to all the teachers. Shout out to all the teachers. You can do it. <laughs> you can don't do give it. up. Right. Make a Please difference. Don't, we need you. We need you. We need America you. needs now. you. Right. <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, so do you have any friends from high school? Yes. I think, like I said, I think I talked to two. Oh, okay. Yeah, my friend Alex and my friend Marisa. Shout out. Hey, hi guys. Um, hi. <laughs> hi. Um, I think through this, yeah, they live, yeah, in Austin and Round Rock. Oh, okay, nice. Have um, you seen them? Have you met up with them? Um, reached out to not them? recently. Okay. I think I've, I've seen them last year. I, I've been thinking, reaching out soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's time. Um, and then you went to well, you went to ACC, right? And then mm-hmm. you moved to University of North Texas. Yeah, so I did my basics at ACC, um, and then I transferred to unt north texas nice i was i lived there like two years in denton Mm. (laughs) how was that uh i really enjoyed it right it's like the first time moving out from home yeah and it's like such a defining moment in a young adult's life like (laughs) you realize like you yourself you realize how dirty you are how clean you are right or how spiritual you are like i I'm the one who's responsible for taking myself to church. You know, like, I have to drive that car <laughs> to, get, to get me there. So, yeah, it was a very defining moment. Like like I said, like, I, I developed, like, this hobby for country dancing. I mm-hmm. think I also, like, my spirituality increased. I was able to, like, finally join a Bible study. Like, there's a stereotype out there, like, Catholics don't really pick up their Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's true, right? Like, I didn't really... I think that's with all Christianity. Because, uh, so. like, in, uh, when I grew up, in the the church they only open a book whenever they were told by the preacher to mm. open up the book and okay and uh just uh the sermon so yeah that's i think that's like just I overall so. like a christianity thing but i mean but more yeah. as in like at least i've encountered protestant friends who are better at recalling scripture like timothy 222 is mm. says this and i'm like oh i can't give you the context or the you know the scripture where it comes exactly. from exactly but i have so like they mm. They okay. say that Christians are like, or I guess Protestants are better at like recalling where it comes from okay. and re- yeah, remembering the scripture, whereas Catholics don't really like pick up their Bible. Um, and so like, mm-hmm. I would say that was true because I didn't really pick up my Bible prior to college and I was able to join a Bible study and okay. interact more with scripture Nice. then. Um, and I think I'm grateful to have made good friends through, through those circles, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were, we were already in a town that was like, like, we were minorities of the minorities, right? Because we were, like, there wasn't many Hispanics there, and there wasn't many Catholics there. So mm. I think that's why we bonded as well, right? Mm. Like, so I was part of, like, a women's Bible study, and we were all, like, Mexican descent, and it was in Spanish. So I think we bonded even mm. more. Like, there's so few of us. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. So I'm grateful, for, I'm grateful to have found my niche. Yeah. <laughs> in, that in that way, yeah. And did you have to reach out to, uh, like, find that group, or like, you had, like, a friend invite you? Like, how did you get connected with that? Were you seeking it? I guess both. So um, that first weekend, I went to church and they they had like little flyers for you to fill out like your name and whether you were interested or not in Bible study. So I guess me also f- having had gone to church that first weekend and then them also having those flyers. Mm-hmm. And it said like, are you interested in Bible study? Yes or no. Are you interested in the Spanish Bible study? Yes or no. And then what's your number? Can maybe contact you? And so mm-hmm. that's, that's how I got plugged in. Nice. Yeah. I want to uh, finish up like uh your co- like your college experience and like how you get into the career you are now and then go into friendships and then get more into your faith 
we get back to that soon. Um, so you, what else were you involved with in college and how was the, your college experience? I think overall pretty good. Okay. I mean, I'm grateful to have made good friends that I still talk to today and that they were in-depth friends. Like I mentioned to you, the three levels of friendship. Yeah. Like one is, not that one's better than the other, they're just, they're just all distinctly different, right? So one is like a friendship of pleasure, two, a friendship of utility, and three, a virtuous friendship, okay. which is of the highest because you're able to call each other out but still do it in love, right? Like to will the good of the other. Um, so I was grateful to f- have found virtuous friendships. Like that, I think it was like the time in my life where I had like the most virtuous friendships at uh, once. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, uh, when, and where do you get those three types from? Like where do you learn it from? I learned it from this book titled um, Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love hmm. by Dr. Edward Shree. I recommend it. Okay. Um, yeah, just it was interesting to learn a lot about like the feminine and the masculine genius through this book mm-hmm. and like uh, thoughts on friendship. Yeah, it was like someone put it well, put this book well. They said like this book is able to combine like psychology, theology, and so philosophy hmm. all so in yeah. one. Yeah, so it was, it was it's Whoa. very interesting. Yeah. I might look into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> it's hard to d- describe, but yeah. Mm-hmm. With that... What do you, how do you define friendship? Ooh. Like, what's your own definition of friendship? I guess, I guess similar to how you would define love, right? Like, or perhaps sacrifice, like to will the good of the other. Hmm. I think all those three words intertwine and intertwine for me like love sacrifice friendship okay. are all very similar love, sacrifice friendship uh-huh. to all the good of the other okay is there anything in particular that you look for in a friendship is it those three things that you look for in a friendship i guess yeah i mean I, my hope is that all my friendships become virtuous right yeah but i but sometimes i can't expect that like sometimes it's okay to, to have a friendship that's only of utility like your your barista, <laughs> he gives you coffee, <laughs> you give him money. Then that's okay. Like this book describes so it's like that. like more like a acquaintance, acquaintance, mm-hmm. yeah. utility. Like sh- knowing that a friendship perhaps can only be a friendship of acquaintance of of uh, utility is shouldn't limit you in, in friending that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I can answer it, like with my beliefs in friendship too. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I haven't really like thought about it to like. A formula, you know what I mean? I just, I'm really good with, like, um, understanding, like, seeing people for who they are and mm. can I have a friend in them, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't really think about it too much in detail. I'm trying to think of all of the... I, these days, I'm keeping my circle small. Yeah. <laughs> Young adult life. So, yeah, so I guess I... I Make sure I have a lot of virtuous friendships. Quality. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Not quantity, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Utility. I do have some friends of that mm-hmm. sort, too. Like, I guess, like, my a fun friend, like, a friend mm-hmm. that I enjoy, like, going out and mm-hmm. hanging out with, I guess that can be a friend of utility. Yeah. In the sense. Or perhaps too. pleasure, right? Like, you yeah. just have fun together. Yeah. So, I have those friends as well, but 
I like to think that most of my friendships are virtuous. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hope. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> how do you show your friendship to somebody? How do you, like, if you meet somebody mm-hmm. new, how do you say, hey, like, I'm your friend. Um, I'm willing to do that for you. How do you feel like you show it to other people? Okay, yeah. So I love, I love this question. <laughs> um, I think it's like making them feel seen, known, and loved mm. is how perhaps I express my friendship towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like allowing them to speak, asking them how their day was, or like following up with things they've told you. Mm-hmm. I think I'm good at m- remembering little details yeah, of people. Yeah, you are. <laughs> like, someone tells me their grandma was sick a long time ago. I'm like, hey, how's your grandma doing? <laughs> and it happens to me often. Years. I know. <laughs> it happens to me often where the person says, how do you know that? Like somewhat, somewhat little defensive. And I'm like, you told me like people sometimes forget how well I listen mm-hmm. and, or how much they share. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is probably my charisma or my gift. Like I'm a good listener. And I remember small details that you probably told me once in passing that yeah. I remember. So that's, how, that's perhaps cool. to answer your question. Like that's how I express my friendship through listening, listening. and making them feel seen, known and loved through that mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Um, what about you? I think mine is similar Mm -hmm. and also like I like to make people feel comfortable and like sometimes I like to give gifts too. Mm -hmm. It's just like it depends on a person because sometimes I feel like either that person is not really like into gifts or not. Um, But um, for the most part, like I I show that through gift giving and sometimes Mm -hmm. my virtuous friends like, hey, like you don't need to give me anything Uh, all the time. Like just having you here uh, is good enough. Yeah, your presence. presence. (laughs) 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 Like just you being here is good enough. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I've been trying to like, you know, um, do that. Not as often, Mm -hmm. still do it, but just not as often as I used to. Just like, um, yeah, just being a good listener and just being, like you said, being present. Like no matter mm-hmm. if somebody is going through a hard time, mm-hmm. like I'm always like willing to be there. I might not exactly know what to do, <laughs> but at least I'm there for like moral support. Yeah. yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I by showing up, that's yeah. how I show my friendship. It kind of reminds me of that meme I showed you, the taco, five languages oh, of love. the five languages of love. <laughs> Like, I think it's so interesting that, right, that five languages of love, like. Uh, I think that's a real thing and more people should follow it and it can apply to your friendships, your romantic relationships, Any type of relationship. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Like, acknowledge how people receive love Mm -hmm. and acknowledge how you give love as well. It's two two different things. For sure. So, (laughs) the five love languages, if anybody not familiar is. Words of affirmation, which means, like, words of encouragement mm-hmm. to someone. Acts of service, which means, like, uh, washing your dishes, for example. Doing something for that doing person. something mm-hmm. for that person. Um, receiving gifts or gift giving, basically. Quality time, spending time with that person and not focusing on anything else. No agenda, but schedule. Yeah. yeah. That person only. And then physical touch, like, hug, like, mm-hmm. a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Things of that sort. So, does this mean... <laughs> words of affirmation your tacos are delicious (laughs) acts of service i made you tacos Tacos. receiving gifts here's a taco (laughs) thank you (laughs) quality time let's go out for tacos together perfect date (laughs) (laughs) and physical touch let me hold you You like like a a taco taco. (laughs) 
which I'm still trying which to is figure how out. Is that possible? Like it's, it's it's not like a bear hug. I feel like a bear hug. That's more like a burrito. Yeah, like yeah, that's true. Complete coverage. You know. I guess the taco is like I don't know, barely touching it with your your hands. Clamp. Yeah, like a more like yeah, like a clamp. Let you know, you like a taco. I don't know. Um, do you think that friendship can be taught? The, or let me let me back it up. Were you taught like how to be a friend, or do you? How did you learn yes. how to be a good friend? Like anything, I think it can be taught. It's like a habit that can be taught. Mm. And I learned how to be a friend through the example of others, right? Like our first friends were our siblings. Our first friends were our parents. Mm. Um, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Depends how emotionally mature they are. But that's, a whole that's, another, that's another podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. Tune in next week. <laughs> um, can it be taught? I think so. Like I was grateful. Like I can think of a friend who was a year older than me when I was in college. And she taught me like, good friendship like she would pick me up and we would go to church together mm. and so like she taught me like how to reach out to that person like um in that case it was me right like hey do you want to do this I'm like oh, okay sure <laughs> so she taught me that like how to reach out to those you want to spend more time with mm. what else oh yeah like I've had friends I guess younger who are really good with like follow-up texts and i i now do that <laughs> like you spend really good quality time with that person and you do a follow-up text within 24 hours i mean not, not that there's time limit but i try to do it within 24 hours like hey thank you for quality time i i really enjoyed it doesn't you don't necessarily have to like give a summary but like, yeah. i really enjoyed spending time with you thank you for sharing about your grandma or etc um i yeah, think that's absolutely. also a way good habits you can form to build good friendships yeah, yeah i try to like do that because in middle school when people would text me i would not text back like <laughs> it would take it would take a minute for me to text back people would get so offended so they would like just call me instead and i'll be on the phone like you know you have more time in middle school so be on the phone like two or three hours <laughs> um in high school i was still kind of the same way like one one of my friends she pointed that out <laughs> she was like you don't be texting nobody back i was like girl i got homework <laughs> i'm very busy i got shows to watch <laughs> chores to do right <laughs> um but yeah i didn't realize like how much that's that's it can be like a form of quality time if you're not able to link up with somebody immediately it uh texting back mm-hmm. um yeah. And giving a call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Are you a Responding caller? Quality. Nowadays, are you a caller or a texter? I, I'm glad that I have an iPhone and it makes it easier to send voice notes. Okay. <laughs> okay I use those too. So I, I'm like a mixture of both. So voice memos are voice. a saver. But okay. I, I prefer um, talking on the phone. Yeah. Me Text too. message, like, I think way faster than I type. Limit. Yeah. And so mm. I feel like I, I'll miss, like, the important things that I want to say. So I'd rather just say it in real time. Yes. And then I to agree. Well, I text it. I, <laughs> I, I have an iPhone and sometimes on break, I pull up my, my computer so that can I respond because I feel limited in the texting. Uh-huh. On texting back from my phone device. on a small device. And then so I just like respond to people back mm. on my laptop during break. Okay. <laughs> but sometimes... It's, it's difficult, right? Yeah, for sure. But I understand that. Like, it's, I, I want to say much more than, than this little device is limiting me yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm also trying to get better with responding and replying and make sure, sure I'm 
thoroughly replying, if that makes sense, like fully mm-hmm. replying. Mm-hmm. Answering uh, questions. Yeah. Answering whatever question. I feel like friendship can be taught to a certain yeah. extent. Like there's some things like you can't really explain to someone. And it's also like mm-hmm. about like putting up boundaries, setting boundaries oh, yeah. for yourself too. Oh, yeah. It helps like better friendships oh, yeah. and Oh yeah. All that. I agree. You can't I mean you can't force anybody to treat you how you want to be treated and so like it's tough when like Mm -hmm. you had to like not not like formally let go but like kind of like just ease yeah distance Mm -hmm. yourself from that person until they figure it out you know Uh, yeah yeah it's it's part of being friends with summer like like we talked about the five languages of love acknowledging how you you like or able to receive love Mm -hmm. And so by putting boundaries, that's also a way, uh, of, a way of, yeah, yeah. receiving love. And, mm-hmm. um, like, I guess teaching someone yeah. how to love you, too. Yeah. Do you think that you can be a better friend than you are now? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, there's always room for growth in all aspects of my life. <laughs> and I think, yeah, the moment you say no, like, oh, no, I'm saying I'm perfect the way I am. No, like, there's always room for growth. Perhaps, like you said, texting backs quicker. <laughs> like, I could always, always work on that. What else? I Okay, I recently read somewhere, like, how to be one person, as in, like, in all areas of your life, be consistent, right? Mm. And I really enjoy that. It's like, in what the the article called, like, called, I felt like I felt called out. And it said, like, in what ways do you, do you lie? Like, do you lie with your body? As in, you tell someone you miss them, but you don't really make the time to see them. Mm. so I'm like wow that really called me out I'm like okay I gotta go visit all these friends I told them I missed them (laughs) (laughs) so I guess I could also be better at that like following up with my words and not just giving like floof responses Mm. Mm. do you think you can be better friend oh yeah I think so too I need to not allow which I told my I promised myself I always promised myself like I don't want uh my work or um my school to like get in between like all my solid like friendships or like just with my life my relationships in general like with the dogs mm-hmm. uh, with Yaz mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my friends with my family because mm-hmm. like I know how it felt like growing up with like two parents who had like their own businesses and mm-hmm. they they could have done better with allowing like mm-hmm. Allowing time for all of us to, you know, Bouncing. spend spend time with each other. So, I think, yeah, being able to balance that. <laughs> I can Struggle. do better with balancing that. Okay. And um, being the one to initiate, like, a hangout. Oh, that's good. Even though I feel like I, I have spent my whole life initiating stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, now I'm, like. I'm just going to meet people where they are. Oh, <laughs> that explains why you did this podcast. Everything <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's reaching out to people and hearing their stories. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a way. That's part of That's part of it. It's definitely part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The balance is hard, huh? It's hard. It's so hard. I'm slowly learning not to put so much pressure on my parents, but I feel like they still, you know, can do a little bit oh, yeah. better with allowing that time. Dude. But I feel like I can be better with not being afraid of reaching out mm. yeah yeah that's nice too like mm-hmm. not worrying about like their response if they say no they say no okay you yeah know, that's and be fine. okay with it and yeah not, yeah and not being sad about yeah, it yeah taking it to heart it. yeah 
I think I've gotten better, but I'm good at reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I, I struggle with that, too. Like, recently I was denied twice. Like, no, and I'm so busy. Like, they, they make themselves sound busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they probably are, but we all are. Like, I hate yeah. that excuse when someone yeah. says, oh, I'm too busy. I'm like, bro, so am I. Yes. Like, people don't really allow time yes. to make time. Yes, I'm like, like, no one is ever too busy. Yes. They will figure out a way to, like, make it happen. So I recently happened like, to me twice, like, within okay. the past two weeks. And I'm like, why do I feel so hurt? Like, what? Like, why? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like, just letting, learning to let go and be like, okay, it wasn't the time. Maybe later. Yeah. Or maybe they wasn't in the mood. Yeah. Like, and being I, okay with that. Yeah. I try. I've learned to, like, put myself in their shoes to see, like, what what is stopping them, you know, mm-hmm. for not wanting Mm-hmm. To <laughs> not to be selfish about it, but hang out with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll be sad about it. I have a, the, the words <laughs> of a friend ringing in my head. Um, she would always say, like, Nunca te canses de, de invitar. Nunca mm. get ti- never get tired of inviting. Nunca mm-hmm. te canses de invitar. So, like, that always rings in my head. Like, as in, like, your feelings apart, like, just never stop inviting people. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's a good saying to go by. Yeah. That's one of my mottos. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana Rio. Uh, <laughs> Write that in my tombstone. <laughs> Are there any friendships that you need to outgrow now? And, like, these next questions I'm going to ask you, you don't have to necessarily, like, answer them if you don't want to, but um, it's more like a reflection. I've been thinking about that, too. Mm. Um, are there any friendships that you need to show more love to? Or like like nourish more like yeah. water more water water that plant <laughs> water that more. plant I think so mm-hmm. of course like yeah, going back to the oh there's always room for growth yeah um, one of my New Year's resolutions was to reach out more to like my moms like my my friends who are parents now oh. or moms so I mean I think why do you okay why does that happen? Why does the moment a friend gets pregnant that everybody's just like, right. no. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they get shunned out. The pregnant one gets shunned yeah. out. But I think it's both, right? Like we, the non-mom ones, shun them out and they also shun themselves out. Like it's, yeah. it's just a two-way. Yeah, themselves. and I understand it's motherhood is difficult, especially as your first child, everything's new and it all becomes about your nuclear family, which it should be, but it's, it's a hard balance. I think, that you're trying to balance as a as a, a new, new parent, mom. yeah. Yeah, I mean, young adult life is already hard balancing, and I can imagine. Yeah, with family. Oh yeah, our moms. So like, <laughs> I was invited to a baby shower last month in Dallas, and I really didn't want to go. But then <laughs> God was like, "Remember your New Year's resolution." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, you're right." <laughs> I'm trying to be more pro-life this year. <laughs> so there I was driving. <laughs> so there I was driving. Uh, was it three like hours? 70, 70 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> three hours. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was able to make time for that. Um, yeah. Are there any friendships that you think you outgrown? Like, I don't talk to anymore? I or? guess, like, you don't talk to anymore or, like, um, yeah, I guess, so. yeah, that you don't really talk to anymore due to, like, I don't know, distance or... Um, differences in like mindset yeah I'm pretty sure I'm trying to think of an example um, like I've had I had fa- I've had fallouts with like two friends mm-hmm. but we've, we've had we've been able to reconcile okay like this That's one cool. particular friend I can think of like we stopped talking for like a year and she came back and apologized uh. so Yes, I have had fallouts, but mm-hmm. thankfully, like, 
we've been able to mend our friendship. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. Now we can move on to like your faith. Do you think that religion and spirituality are different or they're similar oh, or religion. the same? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand sometimes the difference. I guess this is how I see it. Okay. Spiritu- so you said spirituality and, and religion. religion. I feel like they're different. Yeah. Okay. They have their similarities, but I think they're more different than the same. Yeah, they have, okay, yes, they have similarities. I guess, I guess people just describe it this different this way. Like spirituality is like your 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 own personal spiritual journey, your own prayers. Whereas religion, I think people consider it more as communal. Mm-hmm. So like people, I've been asked by like Christian friends, like, why do you go to church? I'm I'm spiritual on my own, or I'm more spiritual than religious. I don't mm. go to I don't go to church because I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. So they they, mm-hmm. they connect religion to going to a physical building. Mm-hmm. And then spirituality to their own personal encounter with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think they're different? I think they're very similar. I, for me, it's hard to it's distinguish. It's more similar than, it's than very, different. Yes. Okay. For me, they're much more similar because I consider myself a very spiritual and religious person. And for me, like I said, like th- that article I read, like I'm all that. I'm one consistent person. Hmm. I try to be. Mm, But yeah, yeah, what do you think? What I think it's more different in the sense that like I feel like religion is more structured and spirituality like Uh, is more your interpretation of like what you believe in. Okay. And not that like I I believe in God. I believe like somebody made this world, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I believe in one entity, but um I personally don't go to church as often because like I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy Mm -hmm. and since like and yeah. Yeah, people uh act one way and then change mm-hmm. how they act when they Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're weak and then get back all holy on Sundays, you know. Yeah. Or whenever they, you know, meet up to mm-hmm. practice their faith. But I think uh being spiritual it doesn't hold you so much in the box. Like oh, it's okay. like you like I said, like it's more your interpretation. As long as you have that faith and as long as you, like, um, have peace within yourself, it's fine. But I can see how religion is helpful in the sense that, like, it keeps you focused on your faith. It's like a good, yeah, it's like a good reminder every week to Mm. keep you on your spiritual journey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see. I see now your definition. Like, I think you're seeing it more as, like, faith and works you're seeing spirituality as faith and then religion as works yeah. like the structure side of it for sure yeah yes okay that, that makes sense <laughs> yeah you consider yourself catholic yes how was it how was it like when did you officially start your spiritual journey Ooh, and like push. uh how has that helped you maneuver through your life there's an expression that says uh, i'm a cradle catholic as in like your fa- your parents or your ancestors were always catholic and you were just (laughs) born into it (laughs) and people like unfortunately like like anything like you take it for granted Mm. um so yeah like i was raised into it born into it (laughs) cradle catholic baptized did all my sacraments all the classes Um, all the classes sunday classes um it's called them catechismo catechism Catechism. uh, which is like sunday class after church you go yeah i mean there's always good memories and like dressing all all white for Mm. your first communion i did mine in fourth grade so that's like it's like traditions with undercase that like bring out the beauty, right, mm-hmm. of that faith. And 
I mentioned it like I, I was able to join Bible study and dive deeper into my faith in, in college, right? Like not only understand what we do, but why we do it. Hmm. I think I was truly much more catechized in college. Hmm. How do you, I guess, walk through your faith on your daily life? Yeah, if I think it defines, sense. yeah, yeah, like it defines me, it affects the way I see, going back to friendship, like, like see others, right, see God in them, because mm. we all have God inside of us, right, like it's that which is true, good, and beautiful, and like friends have told me like, wow, like you're really good at seeing the good in others, I was mm. like, wow, like maybe it's me being able to see that Christ in them, mm. um, so yeah, I think it definitely affects the way I interact with others, the way I see the world, I mean, I try to pray daily, and um, yeah, that was gonna be my next question. How do yeah. you practice your faith? Oh, that's a good question, right? Like I, like I said, like it, it, it's easy to become a hypocrite when you only reserve prayer for Sunday. You only reserve worship for Sunday. That's when it can easily <laughs> become hypocritical because you forget whose you are, mm. right? So yes, like I, I try to pray at night when I go to bed, but it's bad because I save it to the very end, right? And I sleep. Um, well, you you listen to I like podcasts to? a lot, yeah. so like. If you were to see my history, it's all spiritual podcasts. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Shout plug out, in. Shout out. Plug. plug in. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just love spiritual podcasts because like they call me out. Right. We I think we all need that humility. Yeah. <laughs> we all need to be yeah, called out. Everybody is like in their own world and yeah, forget about how they treat others or how they come off to others, I guess. Yeah. They kind of lose themselves a little bit. Yes. yes, especially it's easy, I think, to lose yourself as a young adult, right? Because you're earning money and it's all about me, 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 my career. And yeah. oh, I did this because I studied this or I worked hard. No, it's easy to become uh, egocentrical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yes, definitely prayer podcasts, spiritual podcasts keep me grand- grounded. Um, recently, I've been listening to the daily podcast Bible in a Year. Mm. And I was I, actually listening to it on the way here and... I like it because my commute to work is half an hour and usually the podcast doesn't go over 22 minutes mm. and the title says what it is. Like they, you go through the whole Bible in a year. Wow. Okay. Is and right now they're you... reading from three different books Oh. Okay. and then he, ref- he reads it like the first half and the second half he reflects on it. It's mm. by, um, Father Mike Schmidt gives, gives a podcast. Nice. I'm on day 50 today, <laughs> but nice. it helps because I have a routine. Like I listen to it on the way to work. So that, that way it helps me keep, like, he's the um, schedule. Mm, yeah. So, nice. on weekends, it's kind of hard. So I have to remember. But yeah. thankfully, <laughs> I'm <laughs> able to come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. Uh, so, that also helps me keep me grounded. That yeah. That's also help you absorb, like, different scriptures, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. A way to keep me grounded in scripture uh, nice. for the year. Yeah I, don't yeah. I was trying to think of how I practice my faith. I, I pray more often than I used to, for sure. I try to play. If not every day, I'll do, like, maybe three times out the week. If I'm really, like, stressed out, I'll, like, just have a chat with God. Not, like, I don't really, like, (laughs) I don't really, like, um, ask him for help, per se. It's just, like, my way of, like, saying my thoughts out loud and Mm -hmm. go through, like, every aspect of my life right now and just seeing, like, how I can do better with those. And then I always ask for, like, protection and everything. Mm. Um, that's what Amen. I did. So I had this little, I have, like, little things that, like, keep me spiritual, too. So oh, just okay. my little eggs over here. Is that in water? Yeah, it's okay. in water. That's how you activate it. And um, so, like, the idea is, like, a Chinese, like, 
spiritual thing. Oh. These are opal eggs. Okay. And so it's like a protection of your your home Whoa. and like the purity of your home. Whoa. Um so it's supposed to capture like all the dark and negative energy and it's supposed to turn dirty. Mine's don't really turn dirty. It's just the water just goes away. <laughs> but what? but it's supposed to the idea is like it's supposed to get dirty and oh, you pour the negativity. You pour the room. negativity out away from your home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I usually like just go in the grass far like over here. Over but it, here but somewhere. It even turns black when I leave. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it should be it might be cleaner than what it was, knowing you. It's translucent. You're like, Where's the eggs? <laughs> right. <laughs> um so that's one of the things like every time I uh clean, like really clean my place, uh, I like refresh the water and um speak good into the water. Okay. Every time there's like a new moon, I'll like write down a list of goals and list of things oh. that I want to change. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. Once a month, I'll I'll do that. And. Do you have plants? No, but I want plants <laughs> just to clear the air. Um, I need to, I need to get plants. I plan on like once I get my house. That's my that's my. I'm speaking into existence. I will have a house by the end yes. of the year. Um, I'll have a garden. Oh. Awesome. And like I want to. Get back into nature and grow from my land. That's another way I, I practice my faith too. Like going on a walk, I like taking all yeah. the air and like looking oh, at all the nice. trees and like yeah. all the grass and stuff. Yeah. Just walk, be Just with nature. So, spirituality, religion, and friendship, how do they overlap? Do you, does your spirituality or your faith help you select your friends? Select people that you're like, oh, I can trust you to be my friend or. Like, be more selective, or... I guess, like... I guess, no. Like, it shouldn't make me selective in choosing friends. Like, I shouldn't friend someone to see how well I'm we're able to talk about religion or how well I'm able to convert them. No, that's not mm. the point. It's just... It's how well I'm able to learn from them. Mm. Right? Because we all have something to learn from someone. For sure. So, I guess. For sure. Even in those, like, we may not be the biggest fan of, you learn yeah. something from them, too. There's a reason why they're the way they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's why I like to, like, in work group settings, I like to hang out in in group settings, right? Because, like, um, I said this to my mom recently. I'm like, Mom, I have to go. I have to humanize her. <laughs> like, or her, him or her. Like, it helps me to see a coworker I have difficulty understanding outs- outside of work. Like, I try mm. to do that to be able to see different dimensions of them. Because of mm. I know they're more than blank, blank There's, yeah, at work. A yeah. coworker. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I try to do that. I see, try to humanize people and see them for who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you see a difference between your non or well, one, do you have like non-religious friends or like people that don't um, go to church often or like people that are atheists or non, um, was it non? The uh, agnostic. Agnostic. Yeah, yeah. They don't believe. Yeah. They anything. don't believe. Yeah. Yeah, anything. I can think of one atheist friend. Okay. And then, like, like what? Five Christian friends and the rest are <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> um, Do you see, like, a difference between that one atheist friend and all your religious friends? Any differences? Any, and any similarities as well? 
perhaps more similarities. Really? Like, he still seeks the truth, and he reads a lot, and he knows he used to be Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he, he knows scripture very well, um, and he, he reads a lot. And I feel like I forget he's atheist because he like he knows a lot <laughs> that we know. I think, yeah, we have that in similarity. Like we seek the truth, and mm. I mean that's okay. I think it's just part of his journey, and I pray for his conversion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you're the most Christian atheist I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I have a atheist friend who's like like to be atheist like you still have a good character. Yes, you know and okay yeah I you don't like still or like you don't you still hurt. live by a good moral code yeah mm-hmm. for sure you're still moral do you think there's any connection to that oh, morality yeah. and religion oh yeah mm-hmm. i agree i agree too like someone who's not necessarily practicing their faith it's always interesting to see how well of a moral code they live mm-hmm. And it just speaks to like the human con- human condition. <laughs> sorry, human condition. How we're all good by nature, and we seek to love and be loved. Mm. Yeah, we have that in common. <laughs> Drop mic. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> no, not this one. Not, not this, this one. one. <laughs> Three hundred dollars. No, no, no. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's all the um questions that I have as far as like the main topics that we weren't. You know, wanted to discuss. Um, now I just have like the five questions that I have that I ask everyone um, who comes on the show. The show. Um, what confuses you? Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. They hard if you don't really like <laughs> know what's going on. Wait, did I put a four in already? <laughs> um. Last time you laughed hard, like so hard you got a new set of abs. I think last night <laughs> we met a new friend. We met a new friend last night. And she's night. so funny. <laughs> what is she talking about? That made me laugh. She was just sharing her adventures of adopting a new dog. Yeah. And, I, and how she was very nervous because she never had a dog before. So she kept calling our other friend like every five minutes. Just because she, our other friend has two dogs and they're older and <laughs> try to get more some, experienced dog mom, yeah, <laughs> uh, pet mom advice. <laughs> but what did she say? Oh, like just talking about the maintenance this little dog has. Like she sings to it in the at night. <laughs> she watched PBS <laughs> shows with the dog. <laughs> that I think I laughed really hard. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. This is like a glimpse of like the young adult parent. Dog parent. Yes. <laughs> Raising. Confessions diary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was super funny. Um, last time you cried, like, for anything, whether it was, like, happy tears or, like, you're very hurt or sad about something, last time you cried? I think, it, I guess I had a meltdown when it was, like, two or three years ago. I was taking a physics class. I had to retake uh. to reapply to the program. Um and it was like midway through the semester, and you know, like it's like that moment where you have to decide Finals. to drop or not because oh, God. you don't know if your grade will pull through. <laughs> yes. And I was in the kitchen, and then um, I just started crying. My mom walked by. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I just don't think I'll pass this." And I was just like, I sit on the floor when I'm stressed, and I was uh, just crying. I'm like, she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Mom, it's so hard to take this class virtual." 
Like, shout out to all the virtual students. Mm-hmm. I did it for one class, <laughs> one semester, and it killed me. It almost killed me. <laughs> so I think that was the last time I had a meltdown. I was Aww. like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But good news, I did pull through, and hey. I got a B. <laughs> hey. But nice. it's so hard. <laughs> it took a lot. But it was hard because I told my mom, like, it's hard because it's I'm a very communal person, and I work well with study buddies. And I'm like, mm. mom, no one wants to study with me. We all have different schedules. Mm. Like, it's like pulling teeth. Like, it's hard to form a study study session Mm -hmm. because we're all virtual students Uh, that was the most it was very difficult (laughs) (laughs) um what moment in your life would you relive Ooh, perhaps like childhood when we had piñatas like i can't remember the last time i had a piñata maybe for my next birthday (laughs) um just being surrounded by like cousins and just hitting the piñata. <laughs> <laughs> getting candy. <laughs> the reward of that. The reward. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. And what qualities does Liliana like about Liliana? I was looking forward to this question. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull out my scroll. <laughs> I like Lily's penny collection. Oh. <laughs> I still have the penny that you gave oh, me. Oh, really? I moved it, but okay, I still okay. have it. I promise I still have it. I believe you. <laughs> I don't see it, but I If anyone you. goes out of town, give me your pennies. <laughs> <laughs> I collect them. No. <laughs> give me all your <laughs> Rob your house for your pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, jokes aside, um, I like how well of a friend I can be without sounding too prideful. Mm. Like, I think I'm a good friend. And I, I enjoy bring friends to others Mm. like i read a quote recently by saint therese and it's like she struggled with something similar like wow like often people don't love me as much as i love them Mm. but but she says but that's okay because i know whose i am Mm. so yeah that's another one that's another one of my models (laughs) (laughs) so like yeah those words ring in my head like like you never get tired of inviting because you know whose you are like their disapproval of you shouldn't affect you yeah yeah, for sure. Because you know you have who's yourself. You are. Yeah, uh, that's nice. Well, thank you for coming wow. to my podcast. Wow, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed the conversation. I always enjoy conversation with you. I always love hanging out with you. Likewise, Very it's fun. always a pleasure yeah. to work with you. <laughs> um, do you have any um, guests? Um, well, next is my guest promoting moment. Do you have anything you want to promote? Like whether it's your social media of any kind or. Um, any like business that you have on the side or um, any quote or last words that you want to share? Um, I guess like accounts, wholesome accounts that I follow, I guess. Okay. Um, okay. I like um, this YouTuber called La, La Guardia Cross. La Guardia Cross. And um, I think he changed his name recently. Professional dad. I forget. But he's like, a black dad who lives in Florida raising two little kids and he like posts I think weekly and he's so funny like Aww. I really like his humor and it's just also beautiful to see like a minority raising kids and, and on a have a presence dad also oh he's not a single dad but his, his oh, wife okay, also okay. struggles with mental illness and she's been like hospitalized it's interesting whoa um I really enjoy it. it's very wholesome and he's also Christian and like he's not he's not very like high-key Christian on the, sh- on the on his account but he mm. you can tell they're Christian mm. 
like he like inter- okay so one of his most popular videos is like interviewing a six month old and he like he d- dubs it over with his own voices <laughs> and the child calls him like give me my bottle you manservant like, it's so funny like, you guys have to watch it but uh, yeah. uh i guess that's We're wholesome account um i guess recently our other co-worker jewel we've mm-hmm. been watching um terrace house on, <laughs> on netflix i like it because it's wholesome spelled t-e-r-r a C E Terrace. Okay, Terrace. Um, house. And I like how wholesome it is. It's taught me a lot about like uh Japanese culture and it's it's wholesome because mm-hmm. it's like three three boys and three girls living in a household. Mm-hmm. And it's not like American reality where like they're under pressure to do something. No, like it's very relaxed. They're welcome to leave whenever they want and continue their daily lives as well, coming in and out of the house. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to see these young adults interact and their conflict resolution skills as Japanese as well. That's nice. Um, that's another shout out, I guess, of <laughs> wholesome <laughs> material out there. <laughs> it's on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. It's oh, on okay. Netflix. I'm watching, I guess, the newest season on that, which is mm. re- Netflix recently bought it. So th- oh. the most recent one was like season 14. <laughs> oh, wow. That's on it right now, at least Whoa. as of right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess what else? Oh, and a book. <laughs> um, I have it in front of me Humans oh, Humans of New York by Brighton, Brandon Stanton. Mm. Um, we were talking about it and I just love how like it's, it does a good job of like respecting the human dignity and yeah. like yeah there's sad stories sure. and there's happy stories in here but, but the strength in that and lessons in that oh yeah and it's very inspiring to me like no very. matter what sad or not like like I said, it's strength in every story and it's very inspiring because like you can pull through whatever sad situation yes. that you have. It makes you realize like we're more similar than we are different. Mm-hmm. And I read this book like a year ago and I would read it in the mornings. And yeah, sometimes it was sad, but it was like inspiring to see like, wow, like they could do it. I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another wholesome material. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Get your book at your local bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> or Amazon like I did. <laughs> Well, um, again, thank you for coming Yay. and appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you. And this is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> <laughs>